Today's episode is brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. Haven't heard about Anchor? Well, let me explain. It's free. That's right, F-R-E-E, free. Anchor has many creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then take your podcast and distribute it for you. It can now be heard on multiple podcasting platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Start your dream now. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, your boy, A.J. Johnson. What's up, buddy? How's it going? You know, I notice day in and day out, I get better every time I get another moniker on my name. Like I'm hoping like by the end of it, I'm a dude in Game of Thrones. Like, well, you just got so many. Like, it's a five-minute intro before you even get to my name. Like, <laughs> list of accolades of how amazing I am. Yeah. How amazing. yeah. That's, that's yes, how What's up, buddy? How's it going? Man, I am happy and sad all at the same time right now. I'm happy we're doing this show. I'm so yep. happy we're doing this show. Yeah. I'm happy we get to talk football. I yep. really am. There's so much football to talk. Yep. But I'm so sad we're not talking basketball because my mind – my mind has been rounded today with news of the big blockbuster deal. We're going to get into it all tomorrow. We got a special guest coming on the show. I'm excited for it, but oh, my God. <laughs> we get to talk some NBA tomorrow, so join us for that. You'll get your NBA fix, and we were we were smart enough at this point. We're like, okay, you know what? This guy doesn't know anything about the NBA, so AJ is <laughs> all by himself. So we brought on a guest, a special special guest for tomorrow's show you'll have to stay tuned but today we're talking college we're going to talk about we're going to dabble in that college football game or what what it was kind of a game game yeah that's a game and the main event of the evening we are talking about the nfl playoffs where we were wrong where we were right and what is to come on saturday when it all goes down in the second round i'm excited for it buddy i you know what else I'm? You know what? I'm, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I can't pass over it anymore. You know what else I'm excited about? Alabama right. being the best. That's what I'm excited about. Damn. See, leave it to an Alabama fan to to just. You can yeah. say Alabama winning the game. You can say Alabama's 18th national championship. You went to Alabama being the best. Like really? Am like I that, wrong? Though? Am I wrong? You are. You're super wrong. You know who the best is. <laughs> that won the national championship right the team the team that won the national championship i mean it was a blow it wasn't a close game like literally with this game it was a 52 24 final alabama just stomped on ohio state poor sean wade who is all i, I think he's a jacksonville guy oh, no, no poor sean wade he he asked for that smoke he got that smoke and he coughed it up he, he, he wasn't that, prepared he got that first half smoke let me just take a look here and look at your notes obviously Man. the notes guy here Devontae, Man. 12 receptions 215 yards three touchdowns in one half of national championship football before he went out with a I would assume he broke his finger. That's that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. I don't I don't know if there's been a report. It looked good. It didn't look good. It didn't. It didn't, but he still dominated. He still is the best player in college football. But AJ, honestly, th- that game we don't need to stay on. We really don't. I have a better question for you to talk about rather than talking about Alabama and their greatness. I barely stayed on the game while it was playing. It got to the blowout so fast. I was like, is there anything else I could do? Is there anything else? That's what Ohio State was doing. Ohio State was like, is there anything else that they could do? But they could. But they could. But I, I have a question, though, for you regarding Mac Jones, Devontae Smith, and even I'll throw in Kyle Trask in, in there as well. These players, Devontae Smith, Mac Jones, Kyle Trask, they all have a similar – uh theme with them 
they all have great supporting cast. They all have a great supporting cast. Mac Jones obviously has Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith obviously has Mac Jones. Kyle Trask has all those weapons at Florida. Kyle, uh, Kyle Pitts. Uh, what's that guy's name? Tooney. Uh, what's his first name? I can't remember his first name. Kadarius Tony. Bingo. There Darius he is. Tony. He, all these guys, they have great supporting, uh, great supporting sta- uh, cast. How do you judge these guys? Like when you look at the draft, and I'm trying, and you try to judge and scout a guy like Kyle Trask or a guy like Mac Jones. How do you judge these guys? Do you do you put do you say that they're the best? Like they are as good as their stats say, because you can't tell the difference between the stats without the players or without with them. So how do you judge these guys? Well, I think a part of it is what you just said. Like you, you do look at those games. And when they don't have their studs, you know, you, you can't do that with uh, Mac Jones, and Devontae Smith. They play it every game, if I'm not mistaken. But, you know, Kyle Trask had to play a couple games without Kyle Pitts, his number one receiver. They were still winning some games. Kyle Trask still put up some good numbers. That's the first start. That's a good place to know that he wasn't just dependent on his number one guy. Uh, but then again, you look at you look at that game against Oklahoma without any of his guys. I mean, they were down 25 players, so that's a little different. Um, I still stand by, I probably wouldn't have played in that game. I understand why he did it, but I, I don't know if I would have, but then, but then to me, you kind of have to go back and you have to ask yourself, one of the things we talk about when a good team plays a bad team and no one's surprised that they smoked that team. Well, guess what? They did what they're supposed to do. So you look at these guys and do they do what they're supposed to do with or without their supporting cast? When Devonte Smith was out in the second half, what did Kyle Tra- uh, I'm sorry, what did Mac Jones do? He put up some more touchdowns. He yeah. broke the single, single game record for the national championship, 464 yards. You know, he put up what was it, four, five, five touchdowns in the game? He was 36 for 45, 464, and five touchdowns. Yeah. Three to Devontae Smith, one to uh Sloan, and the other to Najee Harris. And uh yeah, yeah. and so so that's where you kind of start. And then you have to look at your team if you're talking about drafting and see what fits. See what you can see which player you're looking at and what can I get out of this player? Am I able to take what I saw him do at Alabama or what I saw him do at Florida and and make it work on our field? You know, and and that's kind of the big question there. So what are your what are your thoughts to those guys that I hear it all the time? I hear it everywhere. I see it everywhere in the chats, Twitter, everywhere. They're like, oh, Mac Jones couldn't have done it without Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith couldn't have done it without Mac Jones. Are you, what do you have to say to those people that say those things? It's like, because people are talking to the biggest comparison in this draft that I've seen so far is Jamar Chase versus Devontae Smith. Both guys dominated. Both guys were incredible. Devontae Smith has a Heisman to show for it. Jamar Chase has the national championship. Well, Devontae Smith also has the national championship. I'm biased. I choose Devontae Smith, of course. But why? Why do you think that this is happening? Like, why, what What do you say to it? So, so I'd be a little petty, and to those people, I'd say, could either one of them have done it without Steve Sarkeesian? I mean, yes, these guys are talented, but look at the way. Look at the way Sark got the ball to Vontae Smith in so many different ways in this national championship game. You don't get 12 receptions and a half just by running down the field and jumping over everybody. You know, he had him lined up every which way. He had him doing bubble screens. He had him doing inside drag routes. He had him doing zig routes that tight ends normally run. He had him doing stick routes. I mean, every which way you could think to get this guy the ball, you got this guy the ball. They were hiding him in places where you couldn't you couldn't even blink and before he had the ball in his hands again. So that's one thing. But that's that's on the you know the the staff side of things. When you go to the field, you want to talk about Jamar Chase versus Devontae Smith. I think it helps Jamar Chase's case that he did what he did alongside Justin Jefferson. I mean, that's another stud wide receiver that had a hell of a season last year. I mean, that offense was also otherworldly. It really was. And for them to do what they did with all that. And yes, I know where you're going. Jalen Waddle wasn't there. No, 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 no. I not know where I was going. I'm going Najee Harris. Najee Harris got the ball at an incredible amount of time. How is that different? different? How is that different? Because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire didn't fall back at LSU because of those two. But he's taking away the ball from Devontae Smith. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire didn't take the ball away from Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. I think it's the same thing. I think it's the same thing where you look at at Devontae Smith and who takes the ball away from him, and that's 
Najee Harris. Who took the ball away from from uh, Jamar Chase? It was Justin Jefferson. 2019 LSU, three players: Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Clyde Edwards-Helaire. 2020 Alabama, three players: uh, Najee Harris, Devontae Smith, Mac Jones, the quarterback. Are you three? What about Joe Burrow? Are you not? But the, you're going to throw in a quarterback. I mean, uh, the thing but is, that's no, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Where's your third person on that team? Sure, Devin uh, Billingsley did a couple uh, a couple plays here and there. Sure, why not? But your main your main three guys had your quarterback in there, and that's what I'm saying. So whether it wasn't a thousand times, Clyde Edwards-Helaire absolutely took the ball away from Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, and they still were able to do what they were able to do. The other thing that comes to mind when you think of Devontae Smith and Jamar Chase, and you're, you're not drafting these guys to do the same thing. God forbid that you do, you think you are, because you're looking at Jamar Chase, who's a deep threat and a possession receiver, and you were looking at Devontae Smith, who's a speedster, who's a route runner, and who's got un- incredible hands. So it's, it's a different style of player anyways. You know, if these two guys went to the same – let me ask you this. If these two guys went to the same team somehow, somehow <laughs> – <laughs> Who's your number one? Who's your number two? Don't be biased. Think about it on the field. Or Jamar Chase went to the same team. I think Jamar Chase is your number one. Personally, to me, when you look at these two receivers and you compare them, it has to come up that that Devontae Smith's undersized compared to Jamar Chase. That's going to be a big thing. I mean – Tyreek Hill is one in a million type of wide receiver. Like it's, it doesn't happen often where you are a smaller type of wide receiver and you use your speed to be able to beat defenders. But at the line of scrimmage, you're getting manhandled. Tyreek Hill's not yeah. that great of a receiver outside of when he burns people. I, hot take. I wouldn't put, I don't think I'd put Tyreek Hill in my top five receivers in the league. I'm sorry. I don't think I would. Name him. Name him. After this season, can you? I, I guess you would throw Diggs in that category. You'd throw Adams in that category. You throw DeAndre Hopkins into that category. Okay, maybe you this will. season. Yeah, this season. Yeah, I guess you could throw Tyreek Hill in. Okay, let's. <laughs> and, and and just just to clarify, because yes, I get that DeAndre Hopkins would be in there, but if you said this season and you're putting up DeAndre Hopkins numbers at that point, there's no way you can't put Tyreek Hill in there. All and right. I think you're saying. I think you're thinking of the not Tyreek Hill from two years ago, but he's progressed. He's not just a speedster anymore. He's turned into an all-pro NFL wide receiver. I get where you wanted to go. You're just two years late on the take. <laughs> take Patrick Mahomes away from Tyreek Hill and what happens? What do you think happens? Yeah, Alex Smith. Do you, do you think he's the same? Sure. Give him, yeah. give him Alex Smith. You think he's the same wide receiver? I don't, I don't think, I think so. He's, I, think he's, I think he's 200 yards less, three touchdowns less. I don't think it's that much of a difference because I think the difference becomes you're not, you're not throwing the ball 60 yards down the field. You're getting him the ball at 30 and letting him do the rest. I don't, I, you hated that answer. Didn't you? Like, wow. I don't, (laughs) his his insight is so fantastic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll end it on this though. I'll end it on this. I personally don't think Devontae Smith is going to be that great of a receiver, especially if he ends up going to Miami. You mean in the first year or over career? Uh, let's say that first year. I Let's just say that first year for now. I, You know, his comparison right now is Henry Ruggs to me. His comparison would be Henry Ruggs. Okay, it's the same type of wide receiver. He just didn't have that. Henry Ruggs just didn't have the type of production that Devontae Smith ended up having. But they're the same type of receiver. They're fast. They, they make the big plays. I'm excited to see what Devontae Smith can do in the NFL. Let's let's move on to our NFL. We're gonna put that conversation in our pocket for when we do mock drafts. Because I feel like we could have a great conversation about Henry Ruggs versus a Devontae Smith. But you're right. Let's let's talk playoffs, baby. Let's do it. Wait, I gotta pause you for a second. I gotta pause you. Okay, okay. I'm buzzing and hype. You wanna know why I gotta pause you? Because yeah, we didn't do your job. We didn't do our jobs. AJ, we didn't do our jobs at the beginning of the show. We gotta tell everyone where they can find us at, of course. Where can they oh. find AJ? Go down the list. Okay, so first off, you want to find us at Twitter. It's at roughcut underscore sports. Our Twitter's been blowing up today with so much big news in the sports world. At Facebook, at roughcut sports. And on Instagram, at the roughcut sportscast. Hit that like, hit that follow. 
Hit that share, subscribe, find the bell, and then tell, tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your brother, tell your sister, tell everybody. Rough Cut Sportscast coming at you with that six-point content. Oh, man. Six-star six content. Yeah. Yeah. Hit him with that. Hit him with that ad, son. Hit him with that. Okay, I'll hit him with the ad. Of course, <laughs> this next segment is our main event, and it is brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles. You can check them out at HalftimeSportsCollectibles.com. They've got some incredible merch over there. We've talked about the He Who Shall Not Be Named, Devontae Adams, signed cleats over there. We talked about DJ Chark signed cleats over there. Nick Chubb jersey sold, man. It is incredible over at Halftime Sports and Collectibles. Go check them out right now. My birthday's coming up. Buy me something nice, okay? Buy me something nice. But, AJ, in a big box. it's time. Are you ready to get into the main event of the evening? We are talking NFL playoffs. We are talking our brackets. We are talking about where we were wrong because mm. we had some wrongs. But, hey, yeah. we also had some right answers. Let's take a look here and talk and- – I guess I will show my bracket first because I was the loser of the first round. I should say I went three for three. AJ went four for two. I predicted the Steelers would be the Browns. And that was incorrect. I predicted the Titans would beat the Ravens. That was incorrect. And of course on the, in the West, I predicted the Seahawks to beat the Rams and they couldn't even do that. How dare I trust second half Russell Wilson? Unbelievable. (laughs) AJ, Looking over at your bracket, you had all of them right, except for Seattle and except for Pittsburgh. Now, which one of these losses came at, as a surprise to you? I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm sorry? Uh, what? 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 Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't know if you saw what I saw. Your camera is going crazy right now. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> maybe i should have out of the hockey game yeah probably i was watching you and like you're talking a mile a minute i hear nothing i was like wait is it me is it you but I, come on the surprise the surprise was easily and i'm mad at this because we both we both you and i said we probably would have taken the browns until all of that covid news came down they're out their head coach they're out their left guard you're out all these different things that is supposed to set a team back but we never once we 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 heard that and we stopped accounting for the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers, that's right, Allison Jelly White's Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> were not the same team they used to be. They were not the 11 and 0 team. As a matter of fact, after going 11 and 0, they went 1 and 5 in their next 6 games. Their chemistry was completely off and I guess this Browns team was just so fired up to be in the playoffs. 28 to zero in the first quarter in the first quarter. Not good. Then not good, Bob. Not good. Five turnovers in the game on playoff weekend. <laughs> Listen, Mike Tomlin, like it, it's a blessing that he is eight and eight, never had a losing season in his entire career. What he's been able to do with lackluster teams, what he's been able to do with great teams because any other coach, this would look really, really bad. And it still kind of does, but, ooh. You know, you know what my biggest takeaway is from this first round of the playoffs? And Pittsburgh is a big component of this. I don't think that you can survive in the playoffs by being one-dimensional. Like, I don't think you can do that anymore. Like, maybe the Chiefs are, like, a rare, rare, like, team. But yeah. I don't think you can survive with a one-dimensional offense that – doesn't have a at least some type of serviceable run game because you look at the teams who lost Pittsburgh one dimensional Tennessee one dimensional Seattle one dimensional these are teams that don't have a running game or did not implement a running game we played like straight out you want you you want to do the honors this one from our Steelers fan Allison Jelly White we played like straight trash that you did I need to get a I need to get a trash drop is what I need to do. I'm gonna make a trip up there and slap all of them one by one. I mean, they probably want all that smoke. As much as they talk, they need to be slapped. I mean, from Juju to Claypool, they talking trash even after the game. It's like, well, yeah, they beat us, but they're gonna go and get smashed next week. You are at home. It is time for you to be quiet. You should probably be running laps and thinking about the next season because your season now is trash. It's done. It's over. 
I listen. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad that I didn't take the Browns because I don't. There's very few people who did. I don't think anyone would take the Browns. I mean, they were without their head coach. This is the first time they ever made the playoffs. The Steelers are a perennial powerhouse team. They're the most overrated team in the NFL at this point. Just saying. You, you've been saying they're overrated since they were, I think, 10 and 0. You, but you I've, also, I've also said the Browns were overrated. I think Which that I corrected you on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm still thinking, I don't know. We'll get it. I'll get into more of my Browns take when we talk about yeah. them in the second round. But on, on that it, other side that you were talking about, with the one-dimensional teams. I don't think as much um, of the Seahawks being one-dimensional because they in this game, they just were not – they're not one-dimensional. I mean, they have a three-headed monster at running and the running back. They what? have – Hold on. Oh, no. Get a three-headed monster is no, – Okay, okay. They have a solid – one of the better running back committees in the league with Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde and Alex Collins came along in the stretch. I'm not saying anyone fears Alex Collins, but he did his due diligence when they gave him the ball. And then on top of that, with a DK Metcalf and a Tyler Lockett and even getting David Moore in there, they weren't one-dimensional. They just weren't able to ever get their game plan off the ground. The C- the Rams' number one defense, and this is we, – we were so backwards on this. We're sitting here talking about how – Jared Goff's not going to play, and that's going to be enough for the Seahawks to get there. We've been preaching about this Rams defense all season, and when it came time to really put up and bet on the Rams defense, we're worried about Jared Goff and forgot that, you know, like you said, second half Russell Wilson hasn't been who he's been. That one, I take the L. I should have known better. I really should have, but I was trusting Russ. That's my guy. I was trusting Russ. I was trusting Pete Carroll and their playoff experience. I, I tweeted during the game, I'm telling you, this is my little bold prediction. I'm not saying tomorrow. I'm not saying next week. But if they don't spend free agency on an offensive line, if they don't draft early on an offensive line, I am not shocked if Russell Wilson comes out and asks for a trade. How long are you going to get beat down behind that line? Listen, bro. Listen, I get it. You're you're loyal. But you can only be loyal as long as – if he wants to keep playing football, Wilson's going to have to take a back seat eventually. James Harden. <laughs> James Harden. Hey, he, hey, we need Alex Collins. We'll tomorrow. We go. We gonna talk all about that smoking James Harden. Uh, oh, tomorrow's gonna be fun. If you like so, basketball, you better be here tomorrow at eight p.m. I'm just saying. Wait. So does that mean I shouldn't be here tomorrow at eight p.m.? Listen, man, it's all on you. You're a big man. I can't make choices for you. Is that is that what we're saying? So let's 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 talk about that game though. We talk a lot about the 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 Browns beating the Steelers and pulling off the upset. Seattle losing to the Rams with a second round quarterback or second second place quarterback, a backup quarterback in Jared Goff. What I mean, <laughs> what is what is that? What happened in that game? Aaron Donald happened in that game. Leonard Floyd happened in that game. I mean, it, they were sacked five times. I haven't seen in so long Russell Wilson be frustrated. Like actually, you can see it. Like. He had a third. I remember, I think it was early third or late third quarter. He got so much pressure and people were open now feeling he couldn't do anything with it because everyone's in his face. That offensive line cannot protect him. Threw the ball down at the ground and almost walked off the field. Like, I swear he was this close to walking off the field. But if you can't buy your quarterback time, and also, I don't understand what happened when, because this isn't new to him. We've watched Russell Wilson lead this team in rushing because he can't get time. But this year, it seems like he wants to hold on to the ball and he wants to be in the pocket a lot longer instead of hitting that little curl bootleg run that he loves to do so much and getting out 10, 11 yards with a baseball slide. He stopped doing that, and I don't understand where that came from. But they weren't protecting him. He had no time to make anything happen, and you're not going to run the ball if the if the defense is spending all the game in the backfield. It's just that Rams defense, man, is scary. That is yeah. a good Rams defense. And Aaron Donald got hurt and is now somehow coming back to play in this Green Bay game. I, that dude is a monster. Let's get into that here. Let's look, let's take a look here at what is what is to come in this second round here. Pulling up the bracket. This is the actual live up-to-date bracket. We've got the Chiefs and the Browns, the Bills and the Ravens, the Packers and the Rams, and the Saints and the Buccaneers. I'm most excited for that Packers-Rams game, man. I am so stoked to see Jalen Ramsey 
against Dude. Devontae Adams. He who shall not be named, I shall not name him anymore. <laughs> Ram, he who shall not be named, Devontae Adams. I'm excited for it. Who do you think wins that battle? That battle alone, not the game, that battle between Ramsey oh. and Devontae Adams. Everyone in the mm. chat, let us know who you think wins that battle, Devontae Adams or Jalen Ramsey. Also, chat, by the way, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hit that share button. Smash that share button. Everyone in the chat right now, hit that share button. Tell your friends. Do hey, it. Devontae Adams, Jalen Ramsey, who wins? I gotta say also, I don't like that we can't like just like comments. I know we don't put every comment up on the screen, but there's a lot of comments in here. Michael Sherman's on point with a bunch of what he's saying. Allison's had us laughing. Dante's been, you know, got my back. He's supporting those when he hears tires over here, okay? He's building you up. That guy is just he's just building you up. I haven't I haven't seen a compliment from him on my side yet. <laughs> well, give us a good take. <laughs> why don't you tell us why don't you tell us about Devontae and Jalen first? Let me see how you feel. I think Jalen wins this battle. Jalen Ramsey's the best cornerback in the league, man. I don't think Devontae Adams is gonna be able to handle it. I'm just saying I my, Sh- Michael Sherman comes out here he he thinks Devontae wins. I don't think that. I think Jalen Ramsey ends up winning. He is the most dominant quarter, cornerback in the NFL. He is locked down. If Devontae, like we saw in the Seattle game where DK Metcalf was able to uh, not be covered by Jalen Ramsey and he ended up scoring a touchdown on that oh, same that play, on, on, yeah, on those same plays. But other than that, Jalen Ramsey is a phenomenal, phenomenal cornerback, man. I think Jalen Ramsey is going to end up a lot I want to pull this one up from Michael Sherman, too. The NFL is going to do whatever it takes for Rodgers Mahomes Super Bowl. I, even without the conspiracy theories, he thought about it. It might come down a lot to how these refs call these wide receiver cornerback battles. There was a lot, a lot of physical play in this first yeah. round. They were letting a lot of stuff go that you would normally see a flag on. And if that changes all of a sudden, there might be a lot of questions. I have one for you, though. What do you constitute as winning this battle? Like, what does Adams have to do to win this battle? I would say Devontae Adams would have to get 50-plus yards and a touchdown. Well, then Devontae Adams will win this battle. I don't think he does. I think, I think he does. Well, well, no, no, no. No, no, no. I'm talking about on Jalen Ramsey mm-hmm. alone, not just on anyone. Because let me let me list this to you. Let me, let me just give you this stat here. I'm going to name you some talented wide receivers here and what Jalen Ramsey has done to him this season. Amari Cooper in week one, seven receptions, 57 yards, zero touchdowns. That's one of the best games that a wide receiver has had against Jalen Ramsey, but it gets better here. Mm -hmm. Stephon Diggs in week three, one reception, four yards and a touchdown, Mm. four yards and a touchdown. Hey, still getting chemistry, bro. Terry McLaurin, maybe Terry McLaurin shouldn't be on this list because of his quarterback play. Five, (laughs) five, Zero receptions at all for Terry McLaurin in that game. Allen Robinson, one reception for 42 yards. That's it. DK Metcalf in DK Metcalf in week 10. Yeah. Zero receptions. Mike Evans in week 11. Four for four. Hold on. Hold on. You in the right year? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. that game, he had two receptions for 28 yards, bro. I I'm guarantee it. I guarantee it. Pro football focus. This is according to Pro Football Focus. I'm just saying. Okay. Again with the stats here. This I'm just saying here. Okay. I, I I see where you're going. I do. I do. Trust me. I'll be the first one to say I've argued Jalen Ramsey being the best cornerback in the league for about four to five years. To somebody then, say he didn't even believe in the top five. There like, was oh boy. I know what he did. There was more. DK Metcalf in week 16, one reception, 11 yards. DeAndre Hopkins, three receptions, 20 yards. Jalen Ramsey is locking guys down it doesn't matter if you are the best wide receiver or the worst wide receiver Jalen Ramsey's shutting you down and Devontae Adams is going to lose this battle I'm willing to wait make a little wager with you on this show that Devontae Adams when matched up against Jalen Ramsey has less than 50 yards and no touchdowns on Jalen Ramsey one-on-one no Uh, zone coverage nonsense he has to get both 50 yards and one touchdown on Jalen Ramsey individually. So he can't have 50 yards and no touchdown. He can't have one touchdown and 49 yards. It's got to be 50. What about receptions? 
I don't get I, I I don't think he gets more than I mean he he could get he could get receptions. He can get receptions. Because honestly, for me, I think the receptions would be a little bit of a bigger deal. If you're making catches, you're eating yards, you're helping your team down the field. That's a big deal. You can have one catch for 60 yards and a touchdown and then get shut down the rest of the game. I mean, so either think, way, I'll take it. I, I, I think, I'll take it. Do you I not believe Devontae Adams this season is the best receiver in the league? He is. I I I cool. Oh, I'm like he did. He, uh, he and and he let me down. Okay, maybe this is some saltiness because Devonte yeah, Adams yeah, only got me seven points in a fantasy playoff matchup that mattered. Dare you, Devonte Adams? Okay, this game though is going to come down to Aaron Jones. By the way, this game is going to come down to Aaron Jones, and it's going to come down to like, and it's going to come down to like guys like Marque- Marquez Valdez, MVS, Marquez Valdez, Squantling. <laughs> You know, I'm great. I'm great pronouncing the hockey names. I just fumbled Marquez Valdez Stantling, but either mm. way, this is going to come down to whether the depth can produce here against the Rams. This game is about three Aaron's: Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Donald. When Aaron Donald gets going, are you able to stop that motor? Aaron Donald. This is a guy I've seen the Rams do things like. Here, th- just just hide Aaron Donald over on the right side because you know what they're going to do now? Oh, we found Aaron Donald. Let's take both of these guys, double-team him. Well, guess what? Your number one defense is bringing Leonard Floyd from the left side and curling back behind. And if Aaron Rodgers hasn't got that ball out, we know he's otherworldly. I don't get me wrong. Aaron Rodgers knows what to do in these situations. But this defensive scheme that they draw up week in and week out, like, watch out, bro. I'm sorry. Aaron is – 80% of what he normally is, it's going to be a rough one. And this, really is, a rough one. this is a big comment right here talking about how the Green Bay Packers just lost Bakhtiari, and that's going to be a huge loss for him. But don't forget, Aaron Donald rushes up the mid- most of the time rushes up the middle from the defensive tackle position. And Corey Lindsley is the center for the Green Bay Packers. He's not that bad. But I will say, though, if if – Aaron Donald goes on anyone else besides Corey, Corey Lindsley in that in that game. He's going to get over under two sacks for Aaron Donald. I'm gonna push. No, don't push me. Chat. It's chat right. Chat right now. Over under two sacks for Aaron Donald. Also, if you're listening to this on all of our podcasting platforms and you're not watching us on Facebook Live or on Twitter. You're missing out right now, okay? The chat is blowing up. We've got all the we've got all of our fans in here. Everyone's loving it. We're having a good time. Make sure tomorrow you check us out on Facebook or Twitter at eight o'clock. We're talking basketball. So you push that. You push two sacks. I, I think I honestly think two is the number. Because here's the thing, even though Aaron Donald has 15-5 on the year, you know, it took him a minute to get going. He he he's disruptive in the backfield and it turns into sacks. It's not low and away, I'm getting a sack. You know, there's those games where Aaron Donald just is just better than your entire offensive line. And then there's those games where he's making things happen for other players. And once they start to focus in on the entire defense, which is your mistake because you ain't stopping everybody on this defense, that's when Aaron Donald eats. I I think two is the number. I think he I think he gets three. I think he gets three sacks or two and a half at the least. Two and a half sacks at the least. Okay, I think he's going to have a good day, but I do have Green Bay winning and you also have Green Bay winning. We'll take a look at the brackets one more time. You have that was that was week one, man. Week one. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here's here is what happens here. I have Green Bay winning. You have Green Bay winning. We you have the you have the Bucks beating the Saints. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, you don't. Well, you didn't. But this is our this uh, is our original bracket. This is right, your right, you're right, you're right, you're right. because of how the matchups laid out. We did not yeah. have Tampa playing against the Buccaneers. That's how that went so, there. Yeah, okay. Ooh. What do you think? What do you think so, about so what you're saying? Honestly, what you're saying is we kind of get a bracket redo right now, seeing how we screwed everything up. I mean, I I would I'll take that because I lost in round one, and I will gladly take a redo. Let's but, get it live. Let's get it live. So 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 tell me on your uh, Green Bay Rams pick. I have Green Bay. So I'm, let's stay. We'll stay in the in the NFC right now. I have Green Bay mm-hmm. over Los Angeles, and I have the Saints. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I hate yeah. the Saints. Oh my god! I hate yeah. the Saints so much. 
They've been That's bad. Wild, right? They didn't look good against Chicago. I'm going to be honest with you. They did not even look with their score. Even with their score, he you felt like, exactly. yeah. It, it didn't – it never felt like Drew Brees was Drew Brees again. It never felt like that offense was – the defense is great. There's yeah. no denying that defense is great. Yeah. But, but Drew Brees and that offense, man, I just cannot get over how different they are, how different they look. It's just not the same feel. Right. Well, let me do this. So I, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to – I don't want to just jump ship all over the place. So as much as I believe the Rams' defense is going to bring hell, the mistake we made last week was thinking it was Jared Goff would be the reason they lost. I think that's true this week because he's going to play and it will be the reason they lose. So I'm staying I'm staying with Green Bay because I am going to flip down below and have the Bucks beat the Saints this week. And – as you said, and I agree, the Saints did not look that good. Now, it's Sean Payton, Drew Brees. They're going to get it together. Michael Thomas got his feet underneath him. He hasn't played in a while. He's back to being okay. We've been saying that all year, though, haven't we? No, we haven't because he's barely been playing. He hasn't really played with Drew Brees all season. When he was back in, it was Taysom Hill. But when Drew Brees was healthy, he wasn't that good. That's what I'm saying. We've been saying all the time. Drew Brees and that offense. That offense just hasn't been – They even with Michael Thomas in, they still don't seem like they have it figured out. I feel like we've been saying it all season long with the Saints offense. We're like, they'll figure it out. And then Taysom Hill came in, and we're like, they'll figure it out. And they still just never felt like they figured it out. Well, what's your interpretation of figure it out? Because they are here in the NFC Divisional round. I mean, it's not like they were losing games or anything. Like I have – we'll take a look at my bracket here. I have the Saints going to the NFC Championship against mm-hmm. the Packers. But after that Chicago game, it's just, I don't like it. I'm going to stick with the Saints just because I think Drew Brees has something to prove here. Oh, no. Right. No, I don't want to do that. Oh. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me help you out while you, while you have your inner argument with your life. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of moving parts in this game. There's a lot of moving parts in this game. The fact that the Bucs did what they did last week, and, and they've looked – like a completely different team since they're by. And we, we knew they would get it together. But what they did last week without Mike Evans being 100%, with Ronald Jones being out, they put up over 500 yards of offense on a Washington de- defense that we both have lamented has been really good all season long. We were talking about that Washington pass rush because it's that legit. I don't think they got a sack till the second quarter. They allowed three sacks in the entire game. That front line has been taking it personal the way people think that they've been letting him get to them get to Tom Brady. If they put up another performance like that against another really good defense in the Saints and they keep Tom Brady protected and he's getting the ball out quick like he likes to and he's able to throw that deep ball to a Mike Evans who's now about 90% healthy, this is going to be a game. Like, I get it. The Saints have blown these guys out and they beat them the first week. This, this is not the team that they've seen the first two weeks, the it first seems, two times. The way you put it now, it seems like a revenge game for Tom Devin White's back too, by the way, at that linebacker core. A revenge game for Tom Brady, man. I think. I, is it okay if I sh- if I pick the Bucks here now? I'm saying okay. I had the Saints beating them if they went to the NFC Championship because I felt that that game was just that much bigger. Now you have Tom Brady, Andrew Brees looking for another step. That that to me that's a to me that's a little different. I think like, you I, I think you've sold me on it. I think I have to go Bucks here. I think that's that's. I mean, I just and I think. One of the biggest reasons why I'm going to go Bucks is because of that revenge game narrative for Tom Brady that lost both games against yeah. Drew Brees this season, and obviously that's something that's good, that everyone talks about because of the Drew Brees Tom Brady comparisons. But I think Tom Brady comes back. I think it's I think it's Bucks Packers in the NFC Championship. I don't I don't, want, I don't feel good. Let's go over to this West yeah. side though. Let's go over to this West side. Oh, is the AFC? Uh, yeah, sorry. East <laughs> West, it's, it's on the left side of the graphic here, as you can see. I don't know yeah. why I said West Side. West Side? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so, a- AFC side, Bills, Ravens. I have the Bills winning that game. I said it when I, I didn't think, I didn't think the Ravens would get to this point. I thought they would lose to Tennessee because their offense is one dimensional, but at this point in the game, I don't think that they can beat the bills high powered. Just the, the bills offense is scary, man. 
That is a good team. What are your thoughts on the Bills Ravens? This one's a difficult one. The way you felt about the Saints and Bucks, like, <laughs> I want to call this one way. I want to call this one way. And I know if I said what was on my mind just now, I would be a prisoner of the moment of last week. Let's let's, get, let's get opinions, comments below. Let's see those predictions on this game here. Help help AJ out. What are hey. your predictions, thoughts on this game? I think it's just a game. I don't I just don't see it in Baltimore. I just don't Hollywood Brown has been really hot, and I think he cools off. That's how I put it. So so to me, from what I saw last week and Hollywood Brown getting those receptions, I think it was like seven for 115 and a touchdown or something like that. I don't think that was a, oh, he got hot. I think they schemed that. Because if you watch that game, the Titans came in there prepared to handle Mark Andrews. And so they went out to the receivers. They were, they got to Hollywood Brown. They uh, they found a Willie Sneedy very, very minimally. I thought he'd be a bigger deal. Um and then they ran the ball like they did. And then the X factor, Lamar Jackson gets sacked, and then he comes back on third and 17 and is about to take a sack and turns it into a 48-yard touchdown out of nowhere. And I've seen this since he was at, at Louisville in 2015, and it's still mind-blowing. It's still ridiculous much CTV. That offense is going to be a lot for this middle-of-the-pack Buffalo Bills defense to handle. Now, on the other side of the ball, Josh Allen's a freak of nature with it. What he and Stephon Diggs is able to do has been hard to stop. But now I'm worried about their run game. Zach Moss is out. So you got Devin Singletary. He hasn't shown that he can thrive on just being the guy. Did Moss do that, though? Did Moss show that he can be like, no. the number one guy? I don't think – I've been hearing that all week so far, that, 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 that losing Zach Moss is a big deal for this Bills offense. I don't think it is. I think it's – It's I think not, it's not a – it's not a big deal in perspective of, oh, you just lost all this production, but they fed off of each other well enough that when one came in and the other went out, it allowed those fresh legs to still have the other one to come in and pick up those four to five to six yards. You're not thinking, oh, man, Zach Moss is out. You just lost 100 yards and two touchdowns. No, you're thinking about keeping a run game fresh and keeping a run game rolling. So they brought in Devontae Freeman, and I'm a big FSU Atlanta Falcons guy, and I'm not excited about that. Like, I don't think that's going to be a difference. So if they can't get a run game going and you're only hunting on the pass, they showed last week how they know how to stop whatever you're bringing, the defense of the Baltimore Ravens. And, you know, I was worried, but I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going to keep with the Ravens. I'm going with the Ravens this week. I think they're going to knock out the Bills, and the Bills are going to bolster back up on defense and make another run at it next season. Oh, so, oh, wow. 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 Yeah, I'm I'm going with it. That is so what's so your AFC is going your AFC championship game is Whew. Oh, we ain't even gonna talk about the Chiefs and the Browns. I mean no, 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 no. I'm trying to get you to say that it's going to be the Chiefs. Is it is it not? Is it Chiefs so Chiefs Ravens? That's is that what it is? I mean hey. we have we have comments here. Hey, we have saw what them Browns did last week. We've got some Ravens love here. We've got a lot of Ravens love. Daniel Walker, family member. This is in-law now at this point for myself. Family. Ravens. 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 That's my, my brother, Keith, right there. Ravens love. We got family Ravens. all in the show. Ravens everywhere, man. I don't I don't know. Browns, Ravens. Your, your family member just went Browns. Raven, he likes, he likes to stir the pot. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be really hot here, really hot. I'm not gonna say the Browns are gonna win. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go that hot. I'm not gonna go right. scorching hot. But I'm gonna say the Browns keep this game competitive, very, I, I, I'm very competitive. I think they're gonna be able to control the. This is what's. I always talk to you about this in all of our shows past. You can go check them out at the Rough Cut Sports wherever you get your podcasts. I've been a big guy, big believer in you beat the Chiefs by keeping them off of the field. And that's what the Browns can do. They can rely on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and run that ball. I don't see the same Browns defense, though, that we saw in Pittsburgh. I don't think that happens. But I still think that the Browns are going to be able to control a good part of the game. But it's going to be similar to what we saw when the 49ers played the Chiefs. The 49ers ended up 
kind of controlling that game for the majority of the game. And then yeah. Patrick Mahomes just was Patrick Mahomes and did what he that's, does. That's exactly what I was going to say. I, I think the Browns keep it competitive until around the mid-third quarter. If they falter and they don't score or they only put up a field goal, that's when the game's going to start to get away from you. Because the thing is, you can you can scheme and see what they're bringing, what the Chiefs are bringing. But we also know at a drop of a dime, they can, they can flat out score, number one. Then number yeah. two, when they're not, Patrick Mahomes does so many different things to just get your defense to choose. And it's not like, a, oh, I know better than that. I'm not going to do that because then he's going to do this. It's if you don't do this, then I'm going to do this. You have to make that choice. The way he looks defenders off, the way he takes it out and bounces out and comes up to the line to make that spot receiver or the spot corner come up and leave the middle of the field wide open for Travis Kelsey or Demarcus Robinson coming across the field. It's so hard to stop a guy who puts you where he wants you so he can make plays. And I think that's going to be the end of it. I understand that the Browns have had a hell of a season. I mean, I can make an argument and be like, Stefanski might take this coach of the year thing. Like it's, it's been, it's been a hell of a year, but to have to be matched up here, Against the Chiefs, that, you, that's a hard overcome. Do you think if if do you think if the uh, Browns ended up playing the Bills in this round, you think they would beat them? You think they could beat the Bills? Are the Browns the second best team I in the AFC? At least in the playoffs, I should say. I think they got hot at the right time. Yeah, I think they got hot at the right time. I do think they would beat the Bills. If, if not, it would be something stupid like the uh, like a last minute play or something. You know, out of like, the. Out of the what is it two four six eight teams? Give me your top five teams in the in the playoffs right now. Give me your top five. Bring me that. Bring me that, bring me that bracket back up. Let's do the bracket here, fans. If, if you guys want to comment in this in the comment section, who your top five teams are that still right. remain in the playoffs? We've got the Chiefs, the Browns, the Bills, the Ravens, the Packers, the Rams, Saints, and Buccaneers. Give me your top five teams remaining in the playoffs. All right. So Chiefs number one. Chiefs number one. Uh, the the other four, I'm not going to rank. I'm just going to call them out. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is not how this works. If you want, I will rank a mine here real quick. Chiefs, Packers. Oh man, I'm going to say yeah. I'm gonna, Chiefs, Packers, Bills, Browns, Bucks. That's yeah, five. yeah, that's five. Yep, there's that's five right there. Chiefs, Packers, Bills, Browns, Bucks. That's my list right there. What about you? Do you have it now? Although Chiefs, I went really fast. Chiefs, Packers, Bucks, Ravens, Bills. Wow. Wow. I forgot, yeah, I forgot you picked the you picked the Ravens over the Bills. That's a hot I I don't uh, that's that's a that's a hot take right there alone. The Ravens beat the, the Bills. Bills at 5 is a hard one and and it's it's based on what I think is about to transpire between these teams this weekend. And I mean, like, I, I'm expecting fireworks this weekend. Like that, that we were all skeptical about six teams in the wild card. That was a hell of a weekend of football. I had so much fun watching all that football. And I just think the teams that won are so much more hype. You know, especially to be, I don't think too many came out ridiculously injured either. Like, yeah, they're bruised and banged up. But after week one, there's no team in the NFL that's, that's healthy, you know? So I, I'm 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 thinking they're gonna have a very another follow great week of football great week of football. I'm so excited! I'm so excited for it again, man. I'm, I'm I'm ready for it, man. I'm ready for it. You 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 throwing up comments here? Here's a top five from Daniel: Chiefs, Packers, Bucks, Ravens, Bills. Give it to me. Nailed it. <laughs> Danny's a big Ravens guy. They're up in Maryland, so I'm surprised that the Ravens aren't higher up on that list. At least honest, I like it when people are realists. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But this one. Ravens, Chiefs three. I can't. I don't. Hey. I, I do not have. I, I I do not have the Bucks. That I I'm not a big believer in the Bucks yet. Okay, Chief, I'm gonna need your fingers to get typing. Like you, you gonna have to explain that top five for me. This is the question. <laughs> I need to understand. This is the question of the day. Question of the day from our social media <laughs> manager. Bailey comments: Should they do more games on Nickelodeon? The fans loved it. I think they should. I think it's great. Hey. Game man, I hey, heard Sean Payne or whatever coach agrees to get slimed after the win. I'm all about it. I, I'd love to watch that. I heard so many things, so many comments from parents and guys who watch the game with their kids on Nickelodeon 
that were talking about how their kids wouldn't really watch football with them. And then for this game here on Nickelodeon, they watched it with them. And I, I, I agree. I think they should bring it back. Disney, get on it, man. Disney. Yeah. Right. Let's have a, let's have a duel. Who can, who can host? It's going to be CBS, Fox, ESPN, Nickelodeon and Disney. (laughs) What a battle. Hey, no cap. I'm probably watching it on Nickelodeon or Disney. <laughs> I, 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 I got home. I was like, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to try and peep in on this, uh, this Nickelodeon game here. That that's a comment right there. You pulled up the right comment right here. Thank you. Look, do it. I mean, Michael, Michael Sherman knows us up here. Do it right now. Please like, and share this page. I mean, I'm not going to say we're doing a great job. I'm not going to build myself up. Hey, like hey, DJ, you, you are doing a great job, buddy. You oh, are doing do without you. Job. <laughs> that is, that is it though. Uh, AJ, you did tease something though. And I got to get in on it. You tease something on the post about something happening with changing of the minds. What, what can you, can you explain what's happening as we round this show out? Actually, I thought, okay. So I thought, I thought it was uh, my counterpart here. You, you had mentioned to me that you were feeling some type of way about who was going to take home the Lombardi trophy. Now, when I posted that, I didn't know if you still felt the same way. I didn't know if you were just angry about what had transpired past weekend. I do. But I, I still feel this way. We were thinking about changing your Super Bowl pick, and we have arrived to the point where the Super Bowl picks are where we're at now. We talked about who we got in the NFC. We talked about who we got in the AFC. Who, who's coming out of the NFC and AFC for you? And then go ahead and bring it home and tell me who you got winning it all. So I'll show it once again. I have the Chiefs and the Packers coming out of their respectful divisions. And I have the Chiefs right now winning. But as, the t- as that week progressed, as this week progressed, last week, I really started leaning towards the Packers winning that game against the Chiefs. Aaron Aaron Rodgers has been playing like a man possessed. That defense in Green Bay is actually very, very good, okay? That defense, uh, Jair Alexander has been one of the best cornerbacks in the league, if not the best. Top three cornerbacks right now in some way, shape, or form is Jalen Ramsey, Xavier Howard, and Jair Alexander. Those are the three best cornerbacks in the league. Maybe throwing Marcus Peters at four, but Jair Alexander has been absolutely locked down for Green Bay. And what do the Chiefs have? They have a passing attack. They don't have that great of a rushing attack. So you're correct there. So that's how you beat the Packers. And if you don't scheme up a good run game, you might not beat the Packers. And Aaron Rodgers, man, that's the X factor. Aaron Rodgers is playing such good football. It, it, it looks like he's playing on rookie mode, man. Like it looks True. like he's playing on full cheat code mode, just dominating on rookie mode. So, like, I I think Green Bay can beat Kansas City, man. 48 touchdowns to five interceptions. It's uh, it's, 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 history to do that. Those are video game numbers, man. Those are unreal. So, I – you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to lock it in. Next time you you come out, you see an NFL show, you're going to see my bracket – and it's going to have hey. the Packers beating the Kansas City Chiefs. I was sitting here. I was sitting here. And I was just kind of scrolling through something. Right as you said that, I'm going to do it. And I looked up. I was like, oh, man, how bad would you feel if we come on here on Wednesday and the Rams that beat the Packers in the first oh game they play? <laughs> and it could happen, too. The Rams are hey, not good. And I don't even mean to put that on you like that. I want to support you and your thoughts. I want them to at least, like, if they're going to lose, I'd rather them do it in the Super Bowl. So at least you had it that far. Hey, look. Yeah, do me dirty, man. Aaron Rodgers has been epic. But yeah. how often has he been epic with nobody else around him? Like, he's done epic before. Now, you got Devontae Adams, you got Aaron Jones. Are you going to get Alan Lazard involved? Is Big Bob Tanyan going to be involved? Is MVS going to hit a couple? Tanyan, sorry. You're forgetting somebody. You're forgetting somebody. I wasn't done. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I said you had he. I said you had he who should not be named. No, 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 no. That's not who. I, that's not who I'm saying you're forgetting. You're forgetting. Uh, MVS was next. Is he? Nope. Gonna, nope. nope. All right. Well, you you help me out. Who am I missing? 
you are forgetting Jacksonville Jaguar legend Mercedes Lewis. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he about to bring some heat. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I did bring some heat. I brought in Mercedes. Oh man, and the Browns beat the Chiefs. <laughs> They talk about all of our Super Bowl aspirations going to hell right now. Just jokes <laughs> on jokes on jokes. If the, oh man, that this yeah, like like Danny said, the Rams be the Packers and the Browns be the Chiefs. It's game over, man. You have Tampa in the Super Bowl though. If we if we go back to that, you have you do have Tampa. Oh no, you have the oh you have a tough one. I had I had the Saints, but we we just <laughs> we just re talked about the bracket. So let's I, let's I mean, we, we talked about that. Let's end it on that then. So since you since you now have the Saint the it'll be the Bucks and the Packers for you. Do the Bucks beat the Packers? Cause this is your I mean your bracket right here. I'll I'll get rid of this here. And your bracket right here is you have the Bucks and Saints, but now the Bucks and Saints are playing, so that's not possible. You will end up having Green Bay meet Tampa in the in the NFC championship game. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you have a decision to make before we end it. I do. That defense, man, that Buccaneers defense, they they've they've done very well. They they carried their offense at the beginning of the season. When their offense came up and they were missing guys, their offense carried them. They're back to they're back to strength for the most part. And that's a scary defense, man. I that doesn't mm. answer my question. I know, I know, I know, I know. I already had a hot take. I already had a hot take on here. That let us know Bucks or Packers if this game were to happen. Bucks or Packers, who wins that game? We're rounding it out here. AJ needs help. Bucks. I, or I feel like I feel like if I say the Bucks, I'm a homer. <laughs> well, or you're just the Packers, the Packers have just found ways to do it. They just found ways to do it, and like, mm. I, yeah, they're coming I, in. I was I was gonna I was gonna. I want to point this out. Bailey is our social media manager. Shout out to Bailey, who's killing it on all of our socials. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. He hates the Bucks. He hates. Sure. He hates Tom Brady. I've had so many arguments with him about who's better, Tom Brady or Drew Brees. He's a big Drew Brees guy. But I we've had so many battles about me defending Tom Brady. He has made me love Tom Brady. He has made me love mm-hmm. Tom Brady. <laughs> but lots lots of Bucks love. We got some Packers, Bucks D line. You got the Bucks, Packers. It's split. It's split right now. It's split. Yeah. And you will be the deciding factor as we round this show out. Wait, so I got he music. says I got music for you. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm sorry. <laughs> trying to kill your game time, ready. You couldn't. This is funny. This is funny. Rogers is destined to retire. <laughs> I think it might happen. So here's a nah. He's gonna play like three more years. He's playing like three more years. Okay, it's like Brady is. So here's the thing. Just like they say Rogers is destined, I think the Bucks are destined to play the Super Bowl in their home stadium. So I'm calling it Bucks are going to the Super Bowl. They're gonna lose to the Chiefs like they did in week one, like so bad. <laughs> but the, the Bucks are going. I don't know. The Bucks are going, baby. I don't do have, I'm gonna believe it with every fiber. Because now it, it's live. It's out there for the world to hear me say it. The Bucks are gonna bring it. The Bucks is, are going to the Super Bowl. This is the closest drop I have to what you just said. That was strangely arousing. <laughs> That's all I have. I, I I don't have anything else. I just wanted to do I needed to do a drop on that hot take. I don't have a hot take drop, so I can't. That was that's my hot take drop. It's Quagmire saying that's strangely arousing. Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette. Get out of here! Line. Tom, did you see Leonard Fournette last week? I haven't seen Leonard Fournette since he was a Jacksonville Jaguar. Okay. Yeah, you did that on purpose because it's hard to see him succeed somewhere else. <laughs> we have found. We have found. Wait. 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 Oh, wow. <laughs> oh no! We have, found a new, we have found a new person who he who shall not be named, and it's Leonard Fournette. That is our sure. new person of the day who shall not be named. <laughs> but that's that's it, buddy. Are you ready to end this show? I am. I am. Anyway, that was that was that was fun. Yeah, any last words? It had me. It had. It got my mind clear and level. I've been buzzing on NBA talk. I can't wait for tomorrow when we jump in the NBA. 
man, your head, you may, you may watch basketball tomorrow after we talk basketball on the show, our special guest. I'm hoping I can get out of here and start watching hockey right now. It's opening day for hockey, man. I'm pumped. The Rangers play tomorrow. It's Rangers week for everyone watching right now. It's Rangers week right now. So blue shirts. Oh, it's over here. Blue shirts. Hockey got the hat on. Got MSG in the back. It's hockey week. It's Rangers week. Let's go. Tampa Bay's winning right now. 1-0 on them block outs. The worst teams in the league. You get out of here. They have one of the easiest. AJ, any last words before we send it? Yeah, you lucky Tampa Bay don't play your little Rangers this year. We smashed them too. That's adorable. That is adorable. AJ, where can they find us? On Twitter at roughcut underscore sports, at Facebook at roughcut sports, on Instagram at the roughcut sportscast. Hit that like, hit that follow. Like Michael Sherman said, share this show and tell everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We bring in six star content. Can't wait. Can't wait. Oh, so many live shows. Best idea ever to take this show live. Credit goes to Vinny. It's so much fun. And again, thank you guys so much to a uh, big thank you to Halftime Sports Collectibles for sponsoring the show. They are one of the best sponsors a, a show could ever have. Those guys are great over there. Go check them out. HalftimeSportsCollectibles.com. AJ, are you ready to talk NBA tomorrow? All righty. Let's, let's get it. Let's get it. Downtown tomorrow. <laughs> Adios, turd nuggets. We will see you. So this, I mean, the comments right here, the comments right here, (laughs) right here. We'll see you guys next time.